Hey, 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 welcome back to the Passive Buddies podcast. In today's episode, we're going to go there. We're going to talk about crypto and we're going to see if they're ever going to recover. Obviously, I can't talk about crypto without my co-host because he is the crypto king to some degree. Brandon is here. And <laughs> we're going to have a, a good little discussion about crypto, what's going on and where will it actually go to? What do you do when the dream of an online business makes you work harder than a day job would? The answer, you build passive income. On the Passive Buddies podcast, we cover the myths behind passive income and how to build true financial and time freedom. Welcome to the Passive Buddies podcast. So welcome back, buddy. You okay? Yeah, I'm doing amazing. You hit all the, the keys that I love with, uh, you know, saying hey, hey, hey. And uh, I just, I'm on a, just a thing today and I'm very excited for this episode. So I'm very excited to be on the podcast again with my favorite host, Brian Mills. So let's get into some crypto because I know you guys love that and we're going to be talking about it today. So is is crypto going to recover? Is it going to last? What What's the deal? We're going to answer that today. So Brian, I know you're not into, I mean, you have a little bit of crypto, right? I think you mentioned you have. I've got a little bit. Um, I don't know what wallets they're sat in. I definitely have to go and do a bit of discovery um, to see where they are, but Obviously, one of the main things for crypto is to buy and hold, isn't it? And just forget about it, stop checking it, right. and it'll be what it'll be. Obviously, you only invest what you can afford to lose. So right. the, it's sat in there. Honestly, I don't know which wallet it's in, so I've got a few, so I'd have to check. So I've got a little bit, mate. Um, I'm not as active as you are. And obviously, I've not been through some of the, the volatility that you've had to put up with. Mainly because I just don't check it, so I don't know how volatile my crypto's been. Um, so yeah, obviously the the day to day journey is definitely more being an experience for you than me. Right, right, right. So that's I mean that's that's how you should be. I mean, crypto you have to think as crypto is a long term hold, and the reason being, I find that crypto is not going to be one of those things that just disappear is you need to look at how the wealthy use their money. If you look at how the wealthy use their money, they use it to leverage. If you look at stocks, I mean, look at Elon Musk, the richest man in the world, or second richest man now, uh, it's because he used leverage. He used the stocks to borrow against or sell. I think he's selling them right now. He's like $2 billion. But you can essentially use those stocks as leverage points as a way to uh, sell them or borrow against them to buy something else. Let me give you an example. You can do a cash out refi on your primary residence and or a second mortgage. And in doing so, if say for instance, interest rates right now are just ridiculous at seven, 6%. So if you were to take that six or 7% and put it into something that was going to earn you 11%, they would even bar, like borrow against that money and take it and borrow it and lend it to someone else at uh, 8%. So you're essentially getting the spread. So your interest rate is 6%. You lend it out to someone at 11%. Right now, like I'll give you a perfect example. Um, the car industry right now, um, I'm borrowing, well, I have a line of credit worth $500,000. 
So half a million dollars. I'm paying 12%. If the auto company is able to take that money and um, get it for 7% from, say, a bank, then they're essentially making a difference on the spread. So between uh, that 7% and 11%, they're making that 4% spread. I think that was my math right. And so in doing so, they're able to make that money and leverage it. So with crypto, to circle back to crypto, you're able to borrow against your crypto. And so I think that once it gets more regulated and more um, refined, the rich and the wealthy are going to do what we do. And we're going to borrow against crypto and use it as another leverage point, another asset to borrow against. We borrow against our real estate. We borrow against our stocks. We borrow against crypto. So all these things we're able to use to borrow against. So I don't think, I just don't feel that it's going to be one of those things that disappears because it's just another leverage point for us, the wealthy, are able to use to make more wealth because we're able to put in a dollar and make 1.4 or 1.5 because of just debt and because of interest. And you get to think like when you put your money on a credit card and you're paying what 25% interest, like someone with that credit card is making that 25% interest, the match card visa or whatever. So you just think the same, if you do that same thing and reverse it and you're taking money out on say um, a house or on crypto or on stocks and borrowing that money and then using it to make more money, say real estate or a business proposal or whatever, you're making a return on investment. So in doing so, you're making money on your money. And so that's how we make more money is by using and putting our money to work. So I don't feel that crypto is going to be going anywhere because it's just one more lever that uh, people can use to make more money. So obviously it's not going anywhere. And obviously I know the I know the governments are trying to bring in their own, aren't they, virtually? Um these like yes. central banking CDs. currencies. Yeah. yeah. Um so with that, uh, they're looking to go that ruse as well, which obviously solidifies the fact that it's going to be it's going to stay around because right. it's you say there's that much involved in the technology, etc. So <laughs> For people who are looking at crypto going, well, I've got out for now, I've moved my money elsewhere, I've, I'm looking, obviously I'm waiting for the right time. When would you see the right time to get back heavy in the crypto space? What signals, obviously non-financial advice oh, signals, man. would yeah, you yeah, see? I, if, if, if it was me, you have to think that the crypto market's only a, a trillion dollar market. It's very small in the, in the grand scheme of things. You look at stocks, you look at pensions, you look at the auto industry, you look at even the banking debts of the education system. They're much, much more. And so in doing so, you have to think like, okay, some of the, these companies have big money. If I wanted to, and this is just me thinking, like if I wanted to, really get it in a good price. Like how much money would I need to like leverage to get even more people shooken up? I mean, that's kind of what these, what people are doing with, because people obviously have shorts 
in the game and they have longs, they use leverage, right? To uh, to make more money or to, to lose a lot. And so with such a low kind of barrier to entry, because it's only a, a less than a trillion dollar industry, it wouldn't make, take a lot of money to move the markets. And with what I'm hearing, uh, and obviously, like you said, it's not financial advice, is the auto industry is in dire straits right now, just because of how much loans that they've had to give and how much money that the the industry and the loan industry has gone up. I mean, we in the last year, it's gone up like four or 500%. Going from like, I think our, our interest rate was like 3% on a house. And I think it's the same thing as like going for six or 7%. It's really, really high. It's like double uh, up in the points. And so if the car industry is doing so bad right now, I feel that the market is going to drop even more. And so with those kind of things combined, I don't see the housing market going too much because they haven't done very much. Uh, and a lot of people have their, um, they have so much equity in the house that I feel like it's not changing. So with that said, I feel like we should probably, again, this is not financial advice, but I'm not really making any moves until the second quarter of 2023. Um, so uh, two quarters from now, at the end of this year and then the beginning of the next quarter, uh, beginning of the second quarter. And we'll see where we are at because I, I'm looking at buying cars to rent them out. But again, I'm not, I like I said, with all these things and combined with uh, how, like just the macro environment, uh, I feel that it could definitely shake things up. So with, like I said, with that said, I'd, I'm not a financial advisor, but I'm not getting into anything in crypto, maybe not even anything in investing like land or anything until things shake up a little bit more so that uh, prices come down even more. Because I, I definitely feel that with such a low market cap, with the auto industry, with how stocks are doing and loans and inflation, um, and from what I hear, they're going to start running the money printer again then we're going to be looking at even more inflation come the end of 2023. Uh, so the end of next year. So um, just do like what any smart investor does. Don't invest more than you can lose. Uh, continuously investing over the long course, because with anything, investing comes with how you make money is just with time. And as time goes on, you're going to be the more money you invest, the longer you're going to have it vested, which then in, if you just forget about it, the prices are going to go up over time and you're going to make a great deal of money. And so that's why I, um, like we said, we're, we're not financial investors, but I'm going to probably wait until the second quarter of 2023 to really start investing in, in anything serious in crypto. Right. Okay. So, so what we're looking at is from our perception is that the market is going to come down and that is globally not just crypto that's everything's going to come to a bit more of a crash there's there's a storm coming and that's when the, the money can be made so people will probably feel like they're in the storm now but this is just the, the start of it it's going to get worse before it gets better and a lot of people make their money when 
it gets worse because that's when people with cash reserves or lines of credit can use that leverage point to get into the the market to the lowest price possible and then go ahead and take advantage of when it goes back up. So is it going to recover? The answer is yes. When is how long is a piece of string? Yeah, and and I think that's a a valid point. Like what you said is uh, people with cash will are the people that are going to make a great deal of money. And if you look at this, like the people talk about credit is bad and you should never have debt, but credit is actually how the wealthy make more wealth. And we're able to borrow against our fake money to make more money. And it's, it's great because like we're and definitely check out the next podcast. Um, subscribe to this one because you don't want to miss a beat because we'll be talking about, um, how I'm able to borrow uh, half of a million dollars and make money with it. And that's going to be pretty amazing um, to say the least. So go ahead and subscribe, smash that subscribe button right now just just so you don't miss it. But um, yeah, I think that if you are able to use money, buy in and have that money making more money uh, every single day, if that's buying, using that money to invest in real estate, if that's using that money to invest in business, if that's investing your own time to start a business, you definitely want to start that now. I feel that it is right now. It's like the eye of the storm. Like last, maybe the last year, everyone was um, talking about how bad it's going to get, how um, the recessions, you know, crypto market has been dropping for a year. Uh, stock market has been uh, dipping up and down a little bit, going up a little bit over the last few months. But I feel like right now it's, it's kind of that point where everyone's like, oh, it's recovering. We're doing better. We're, we're doing good. This, the interest rates are going down. Inflation's going down. You know, all this stuff, it's really working. But I feel it's it's kind of the eye of the storm where everything's calm now. But uh, give it to uh, wait for the holiday season to to drop a little bit and everyone to be uh, off of their, their uh, sips of champagne and having a jolly good time. And then uh, let's just bring down the wrecking ball. And so that's what I think. Um, and the other thing, everyone says that like the game of life or the game of money, like, like if I had money and I wanted to make a lot of money in this time, that's what I would do. Like I would bring down the whole market even more so I can make even more money because that's how the game's played. And so I think that it would essentially be um, good. For, I wouldn't say it's good for everyone. I would say for me, I would be holding and waiting for that eye of the storm to pass. Give, uh, have even more drops in the market, and then start investing. Is what my plan is. And you know, if if it does, if it doesn't happen and it goes up a little bit, it's still not as bad. It's not still the top of the market. So, um, you know, you can only wait and see, or you can continuously invest over the long course. And that's what I do is just continuously invest in long haul because with time, money is just going to uh, increase. Absolutely love it. Okay, guys. So that is the end of today's episode. If you've liked it, please let us know. Please subscribe so we can continue to know what type of content to put out for you guys. If you are looking to make some money and if you are looking to start an online business, don't forget to check out the cash flow challenge below. There's a dollar free trial or a dollar trial for 30 days. So check out that link below and we will see you in the next episode.